ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. Joining me now, as promised, the head coach of Louisiana Raging Cajun Football, Billy Napier. Good morning, Coach. How are you? I'm doing great, Scott. How about you, man? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, before we, we, we dig into UL football, I just wanted to open up, get it out of the way. Um, Coach Ogeron's going to be leaving LSU at the end of the season. A lot of pundits put out lists of different candidates, you know, six, seven, eight people. And it's not, you know, uncharted waters for you, but your name ends up on these lists. Does that, do you pay attention to that? Do you care to comment it at all? Or are you just kind of focused on the task at hand? Well, I mean, I think the first thing I'd like to say is uh, just a really difficult and unfortunate situation, you know. Um, just speaking on behalf of our staff and our organization, um, Ed Orgeron has been an absolute class act, you know, in all my interactions with him. I can't uh, thank him enough for all the things that he's done to help us. You know, we've had a chance to uh, work together in a lot of ways uh, over the last couple of years, and he certainly helped our program. So we're thankful for that. Um, you know, these are tough situations um, and one that is a reality uh, in this dynamic of college football. It's just extremely competitive. Um, and, you know, I think that any time that your name gets brought up in these situations, it, it's uh, humbling, uh, but more importantly, it's a reflection of hundreds of people, right? We have uh, lots of people that come to work each day here uh, that aren't on those lists. You know, we've got a terrific staff. We've got an unbelievable group of players uh, and a support staff and a lot of people within and throughout our organization that take a lot of pride in their role, how they contribute to the team, uh, and certainly have al- allowed us to have some success here. Uh, and that's what that's a product of. So um, we certainly, you know, I think anything outside of that would be a complete distraction. You know, I think I owe it to the people that I come to work for every day uh, to have a singular focus on our task and our next opportunity. Uh, and if you can't do that, then I think it affects your team and your organization. So we're focused on uh, our next opportunity, certainly humble. Uh, but, you know, our thoughts are with Coach Orgeron uh, and certainly the staff. I know these are difficult times. Billy Napier, our guest, ESPN 1420, as you said, um, you know, working on the task at hand that's ahead of you. I'll only ask you one more question about the game last week, as I know it was, you know, last Tuesday. Uh, that locker room celebration, Coach, when you get kind of lifted up and thrown up like that, like, is there, how does it feel? Like, do you, do you does your balance kind of get off, or does it just, do you feel weightless? I've never had that happen to me before. Yeah. Well, first thing is you can't get down, right? So <laughs> once they get you up there, uh, you're stuck. So you make the best of it. But, um, you know, we, we – uh, I'm thankful uh, to be a part of our team, you know, uh, really appreciate uh, all the people here that we have uh, that work extremely hard, you know, players and staff included. Uh, and, you know, th- those are special moments, you know, ones that I think um, you, know, you need to enjoy those, right? And I certainly challenge our players to do that, right? Work hard, play hard, and uh, certainly – um, you know, finally kind of put it together and played to our expectations. And, you know, I think that's something to celebrate. 
extra days again this week between games, you know, more than a typical game week. How is that handled, Coach? Any different or kind of the same formula you've used the week prior? You know, we, we um, gave the players off a day, um, you know, and then we, we kind of moved forward, put the game to bed, you know, lift and ran. Uh, and then we kind of started our ISD format here in preparation for Arkansas State. We're in the second half of the season, so, um, you know, today will be, will be a deload day for us. Yesterday was a Wednesday. Um, you know, so we're moving our way, moving our way through our preparation here, and uh, so far so good. ESPN 1420.com, I played the, uh, the clip of uh... – Amani Bailey's touchdown. Um, I asked Levi Lewis after the game if he had ever seen Amani do a flip. He laughed and he said, "No, but I, uh, I, I missed it. I was cel- I was kind of celebrating with Shane, but I think the coaches might talk to him. Uh, did you did you talk to Amani about that flip after the touchdown? Yeah, no, Amani's Amani's uh, a great kid. Um, he's got caught up in the moment a little bit there. Um, I encourage our players to push the envelope from a celebration standpoint. You know, we want to play with great energy. I just want them to do it on the sideline, you know. And uh, certainly anytime you, um, you know, lose your poise and do something that compromises the team, I think there's a lesson there. Um, That's not what Imani Bailey's about, you know, and and he certainly understands that, fully comprehends uh, what that 15 yards does to our kickoff team and our defense. So we just got to keep our poise and, and, you know, run off the field about 40 yards there and do that celebrating on the sideline, and uh, we're all good. There you go, Coach Napier, our guest. As far as the run game goes, Coach, you've said it. Uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but you've talked about the identity, right? What what you've I think you've said what we want to do at Louisiana. You know, we, we want to be able to run the football and do it with authority, um, the offensive line, you know, some new coaches that you've referenced on that side of it. And then, of course, in the running backs room, you have Coach Jabbar Jaluk, who's been there a number of years. But in terms of the staff, particularly when it comes to the run game, um, what 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 what's unfolded for it to sort of, I guess, all come together last week? And, and why is it so important to you that that is identity when it comes to Raging Cajun football? Well, I mean, I think our, that group has played well um, the majority of the year. You know, the Nichols um, game was obviously a, a huge disappointment relative to how we played up front. But outside of that, um, you know, we've worked our way through a number of injuries. You know, we lost four offensive linemen for the season. Um, you know, we juggled the lineup a little bit, the rotation a little bit, and we've got two new coaches, right? So. Jeff Nord and Darnell Stapleton are in year one. Uh, and there's always, you know, some evolution that comes with that. You know, uh, everything's new for them, you know, going all the way back to the beginning of the offseason. So new voices in the room, new leadership, and they've done a fantastic job. So, um, you know, I think once we've kind of settled in uh, with A.J. Gilly at left guard and Ken Marks at left tackle, you know, three veterans at center, right guard, and right tackle. But it's important to know that running the ball is not just uh, the offensive line. You know, I mean, you have to get really good play uh, from every position group. You know, you got to play well 
on the edges. You know, the tight end group carries a big burden when it comes to rushing the ball, and they do a really good job. There's a lot going on in that in that room. Our backs have to have really good eye, eye discipline, foot uh, work, uh, and got to be decisive and play with the right disposition. You know, I think there's there's a mentality there that we've had at running back that Coach Saluk instills in our players that's benefited our team. And then it oftentimes gets overlooked, but the receivers have got to do a good job at the point of attack, blocking force, and they did a really good job in the Appalachian State game. So, uh, and don't forget the quarterback. You know, oftentimes he's controlling the perimeter. Um, you know, the pressures, you know, with outlet screens, he's run pass option and defenders, uh, and maybe uh, even reading a defender on the backside. So, um, I think Levi's ability to kind of distribute the ball in the run game is a big part of what we do, uh, and he was certainly on his game the other night. So it requires a lot of synchronization by every position group, um, and when we're doing it right, it's it's a beautiful thing to watch. ESPN 1420, Rage Occasion head coach Billy Napier is our guest. You told us last week after the victory that when you have a performance like that, it can present a new set of challenges. Um, and I, I think most understood what you meant by that. But to offer a little specificity, what what kind of challenges did it present? And, and how have you guys handled it up to this point? Well, I think it's, a, you know, I think that um, in life in general, right, I think uh, it's important that we respond to uh, the positive and the negative, you know, with the same level of poise, uh, we cannot allow it to affect who we are as people, you know, and can affect our routine, can affect our attitude, it can affect our self-discipline. Uh, we've got to stay the course. We've got to remember the things that allowed us to have success. And we got to remember the emotions and the feelings of disappointment that we had when we didn't have success, you know, so... Keeping perspective is a big part of um, competitive athletics, right? You got to play through the ups and downs. Um, you got to have a lot of confidence in who you are and how you do things. So, I think um, you know we we need to stay focused. We need to execute our plan every day, you know, uh, and certainly bring the same level of urgency uh, to the meetings, to the walkthrough, and more importantly, the practice. Uh, habits one rep at a time each day. And we got to continue to improve if we're going to go where we're uh, where we want to go. So we're halfway through here, and uh, we've always taken great pride here in improving as the season goes. Right? Uh, we want to get hot at the right time. We want to be in contention when we get to November and be in, be playing our best football. Uh, and certainly, we've got work to do to get there. If you don't work for it, uh, time can't help you. No question about it. Arkansas State coach, um, I know they're not having the season that they hope for to this point. But what have you seen on film from them, and uh, what what stands out to you before you guys take on the Red Wolves this Thursday night? Well, I think you really got to evaluate this team independent of the stats and the the record. You know, I mean, they got some. They're a dangerous team, and they've got a lot of explosive players on both sides of the ball. You know, I, I don't, I can't answer all the questions, um, you know, about their team. But what I do know is when I turn the tape on, 
I see big, I see fast, I see physical, I see very capable. Um, you know, this is a team that has a lot of veteran players that are coming back that we've played against in the past that are good players. Uh, and they've also added, I think, around 25 or 30 transfer players to their team. You know, so, um, you know, there's good-looking athletes on the tape. And, um, you know, I don't know. I don't necessarily know what the issues are. But I know that if they do get it together, they can be dangerous. So, um, they stand in the way of what we want to do, you know, and that's the most important thing. It's a Western Division opponent. Uh, these games count double. Uh, in our division, you know, it's important that we win these games. So we got to go play at their place. They've had an open date, and uh, it's going to require us to be at our best. Louisiana Raging Cajun head coach Billy Napier, our guest. I'm Scott Prather. <clears throat> Excuse me. A few more for you, Coach, and this is more, I guess, maybe a question about just having some pride. I'm sure you you do take pride when you see a, a former player of yours, um, you know, succeed in life, whatever it might be. And there's a number of guys that played at UL that are playing in the NFL. But when you see a, a kid like Nick Ralston, who, you know, you coached at Arizona State, you coached at UL, and pandemic hits, he doesn't really get, you know, drafted, doesn't get the camp invite. The next year, he gets into camp for the Cowboys, then fights his way into the practice squad, and then gets called up and signed to the active 53-man roster. Um, I know he's still got a lot of journey in front of him, but boy, that is, um, you're talking earlier about just putting in the work. When you see a, a kid that, that you've coached, that you know on a personal level, reach those heights, um, how does it feel for you? Well, I mean, I think, you know, Nick Ross is very deserving. You know, I've always had a lot of confidence in um, who he is as a person and the type of athlete, type of football player. Um, one of the more impressive things about Nick was just his effort, uh, his loyalty to the team, you know, his toughness and durability, you know, always a guy you could count on uh, and certainly was a great practice player and showed up and played with an edge uh, like few do in this game, you know, for us. So former high school running back that kind of made that transition to kind of H-back tight end for us, and now he's playing fullback and special teams for the Cowboys. But, you know, it kind of went through a unique deal there with COVID. Uh, there were hundreds of players that, because of the restrictions, missed out on opportunities to go to rookie minicamp and training camp. So he stayed the course, man, stayed in shape, um, you know, got ready for his next opportunity. And when given that opportunity, has made the most of it. So it's no surprise to me. I always felt like he would make a team um, and certainly happy for him. And, you know, he, he represents everything that uh, our organization is about. Coach Napier, our guest. Uh, Coach, you, you can confirm this. Are you also coaching on the side, perhaps a, a girls' basketball team a little bit? Is that true? Yeah, actually, um, during COVID, had an opportunity to help out with Annie's uh, basketball team, uh, just kind of taking advantage of not being able to go on the road recruiting, um, you know, not having official visits every weekend. So uh, we're not playing basketball right now, but certainly in the future, I'm hopeful that we'll be playing. So, but um, I don't know, uh, I don't know how good of a basketball coach I am, but uh, certainly a lot of fun. I can tell you that. What's what's the difference in coaching uh, young girls and uh, and coaching uh, college aged men football? 
be surprised. I don't know that there's a lot of difference. Uh, but, you know, in general, you know, it's just fun to be be around your kids, you know what I mean? Heck, uh, and to see them compete, to see them learn and get better, I mean, you know, it's it's more about those things than anything else. Final coaching question and final question for you. Um, we've talked about your father and the lessons learned from him and him being a former coach. What's the biggest lesson football's taught you, and is it different now as a coach than it was back when you were a player? Oh, yeah, it's completely different. I mean, I think um, the older I get, um, the more foolish I realize I was, if that makes sense. Um, You know, I just think the longer you go, the more you realize that you know, we're only here for so long, right? We get an opportunity, you know, what an incredible platform, um, you know, in the coaching profession. You know, I think it's important that we come to work each day. We realize, um, you know, what an opportunity we have to impact people with the words we say, with the actions that we take. Uh, the old quote, the measure of who we are is what we do with what we have, right? So just think we want to have a place that really makes an impact on not only the players, but the staff, you know, and, and I'm hopeful that this game uh, with the things that it can teach you uh, can really be the difference, you know, and, and we talk a lot about culture here, you know, it's unique to our community, but I think it also speaks to, um, you know, what we're about, you know, we, we define that for the players, right? It's a set of beliefs that drives behavior, uh, and eventually that provides results, you know, and I think it's a living thing, right? It's embedded in the people. Um, you know, I think the people, the veterans on our team and on our staff, they get, they have to choose to pass it on. Uh, it's not something that you, you can just say out loud or write on paper, uh, but it's something that continues to evolve. So we play a special game, you know, and uh, there's nothing like it. You know, there's so many people involved that have a role and contribute. Um, you know, and it, it takes a team, and we're very fortunate that we've got a, a lot of great people that make up our team. Louisiana Raging Cajun football coach Billy Napier has been our guest. He joins us Mondays right here on the Great Scott Show. And I know a little more difficult this week for you, Coach, with the schedule being off, but really appreciate the time as always. All the best, and we'll talk to you next Monday. All right, Scott. Thank you, man. I'll see you around. All right. Sounds good. That is Louisiana Raging Cajun head football coach, Billy Napier.